0: on this episode of five guys flicking around we're wrapping up our spooktober spectacular with 1996's scream nev campbell plays a high school student named sydney who has to ride the bus and whose mother liked to ride the bus before she was brutally murdered one year earlier the killer may still be on the loose as sydney and her friends are stalked and murdered by ghostface is the killer the chick who married tom green johnny Depp's stunt double the cox arquettes or the guy from the Jamie Kennedy experience. could also be Shaggy from the live-action Scooby-Doo, or Fonzie. Either way, guys, let's talk about screen.
1: Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. she just killed a helicopter with a car. I'm
2: of bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool!
1: Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing!
3: If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue
1: it.
4: Sandbagging, son of a bitch! Y'all ready to bust the path?
1: Lick a license.
3: A lick her license.
1: We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. <laughs>
4: I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel Five news? Oh, I'm Moe Green.
2: What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go. Let's
0: go. I'm bored. Let's go. Let's wrap up Spooktober. Ooh, spooky! We, uh, it wasn't that spooky. Well, stop it.
4: it! It wasn't. It wasn't. It was.
0: We hope you guys haven't been too scared this month. I was spooked at how much fun I had. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was scary. Uh, Spooktober wraps up this week with Scream. 1996 is Scream. Ah. Ah. I would say that it was a scream. It was. It was, it was a hoot and a scream. And watching it
3: three days before Halloween just made it that much spookier. I yeah. can't stress it.
0: enough. Halloween
4: is in three days. I can't believe it. It's, it's already fun, yeah. three days away. It snuck
0: up on us this year, didn't it, guys? Yep. Yep. You know it was spooky means. how
4: quickly it snuck up I on us. I went to
3: a costume castle. I found four Scream outfits for all of us. They were on super discount because they had no pants. So we're all in the Scream outfits with the masks. Yeah. Nothing
0: from the waist down. As usual. That is very frightening. From the waist down, I went as Bash from Franklin and Bash. (laughs) Real small little show off.
2: I'm uh, I'm sweating quite a bit in the mask, so I hope we have some water because this isn't going to last very long. Also, the
0: AC unit's broken on high, so... Just read my thermostat. It's about 91 right now. Well, I'm not going to last very long, boys. <laughs>
4: Let's uh, let's wrap up the Spooktober. I'm getting so. Sleepy.
0: Let's wrap up Spooktober with 1996's Scream. Wow, we're doing a 96 movie. 96, our second 96 movie. Wow, It is? Uh, fear also 1996? Oh yeah, years. Fear. Can't yeah. Forget about fear. Remember, also a bit spooky. Sounds like we've already jumped into first impressions here. Let's do it.
3: Let's, let's go second into second Jamie it. Kennedy movie after Boiler second Room. Second Jamie Kennedy. That's never, right.
0: never would I ever think yeah. we would have done
3: two <laughs> Jamie Kennedy movies by now. I will
0: say we're running out of Jamie Kennedy movies to talk. I never thought I'd two, say that. Scream three. <laughs>
4: Stay with us for Malibu's most one <laughs> November.
3: <laughs> Where all That's, month long, we'll be dissecting the one movie Malibu's most. Wow, wow. we're gonna break it it's up into four, four pieces <laughs> and just really—it's our—it's our magnum <laughs> opus.
0: <laughs> On that note, Pollard, what's your first impressions of 1996's Scream, starring David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Arquette? Rose McGowan, Nev Campbell. Matthew Lillard, Skeet Ulrich, Liev Schreiber.
4: Henry Winkler. Henry...
0: Damn it, I was on a roll, Brandon. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Paul, what do you got for first Um,
2: I absolutely loved this
0: movie. I didn't remember who the killer was.
2: I didn't remember Andrew any of Barrymore. the scenes. Yeah. yeah, I didn't remember so much about it. A great experience. It's so meta. It's so aware of itself. And the, uh, the horror movie references are so over the top. That uh, I thought that was really enjoyable. And one of the things I really loved about it is how fast it got going. Mm -hmm. Like maybe the best cold open in a horror movie ever. I think it's a, a pretty common tool for horror movies to get started quickly. But this one is just so great because Drew Barrymore and then just to kill her off in the first scene just gets you. And you noted how going. good
0: she was in that scene. Like, yeah, no, I a did. a tough scene. It to was
2: uh, just... such an impressive monologue for the most right. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just her. It's just her on the phone. To act
4: that out is like,
0: Woof. Brandon? Brandon, first impression.
4: So the Rotten Tomatoes score on Scream, I don't know if you guys know this, I is don't. 79%. Wow. Oh, audience score was also 79%. Oh. What? Exactly. Oh. That is called net zero, my <laughs> wow. friends.
2: So it's a zero percent.
4: It's a zero-sum game.
0: And here to explain Absolute 311 is Professor P. <laughs> so when you start with 69 units. And we'll just taper it off.
2: Perfect. you break Perfect. it down. Perfect.
4: It's going down. <laughs> so believe it or not, uh, I did not like horror movies when I was a kid uh at the video store if i even saw the cover for child's play with chucky on it i would run out of the video store like i was just not into horror movies at all
0: Nerd alert.
4: i know scaredy cat i know and so i saw scream when i was about 10 or 11 years old or maybe 12 and it was the very first horror movie that i not only like was brave enough to watch all the way through but like enjoyed and it was literally the first movie that opened me up to hor- how much fun horror movies can be. And rewatching it, like, there's some issues with the movie, but it's so good. I think the writing's really good. It's the yeah. first time I've seen a horror movie that has smart characters. Maybe they make some mistakes, but they, throughout the movie, they acknowledge, like, this is right. what you're supposed to do. Like, I hate movies where the, you know, girl's, like, running up the stairs when she's supposed to go out the front door. Yada, yada, yada. So it's meta. It's knowing about what it's doing. It's a great time.
0: Yeah, I think going to what you said about maybe being while you're able to watch it is the killer is so vulnerable in every right. scene where oh, like yeah. he does kill most of his victims that they intend on, but it's all most of the scenes are you see a way where this person can get away from this guy. Yeah, yes. he gets knocked
3: down. He gets like, like yeah. kicked in the crotch. He gets his house, his a bottle around his right. he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's not.
0: He's not
2: Jason. He's not Freddy Krueger.
0: He's, yeah, he's right. not any of those guys. Omnipotent killer. He's. It's a person. Right. Uh-huh. And I, I
4: think that that helps it boil down less to like, oh my gosh, this killer's out to get me and more to like, who is this person? Right. Like the mystery aspect yeah. of it.
2: And I think you're right when you say they had a lot of fun. And what's cool is they didn't take it too far with the fun. I think a lot of horror movies will like make comedy horrors and then the gore and the some of the plot points that they use are just like way too comedic. This is like, they're having fun, yeah. they know what they're doing, but it's also a good plot for a scary movie. Kyle? Like first impression.
3: Um, so this movie has been like an all time favorite of mine since I was like 10 years old, uh, like Brandon, uh, I've seen it like 50 times now. And, uh, I, in high school I had the DVD. I watched all the director's commentaries. Like there was like three of them. I watched all of them and it was like the DP had one and like a different act, like the side actor, like I watched them all. I was obsessed with it. Um, but this movie is what made me like obsessed with scary movies. Like Brandon was saying, I wasn't. Like, Brandon, where I was terrified of them, it was, like, quite the opposite. I would, like, Aaron would know this. You guys wouldn't because me and Aaron had cable. but on Cable the, bros. The cable guys. Yeah. Um, that
0: should be a movie. Wow.
3: But on Sundays in the OC register, they would have the TV guide yeah, for the whole right. week. And I remember so vividly, like, getting it every Sunday, scouring it for, like, child's play movies nightmare on elm street movies any movie and like you could find When's me on home like,
0: improvement on
3: you could find me like wednesday <laughs> night Sundays at like at 10 p.m watching like halloween five just like a shitty scary movie like yeah i was just obsessed with it but this was like my gateway into it sort of like brandon yeah. like i didn't have an aversion to scary movies but all of the movies that they're referencing the whole time was like my Wikipedia guide for like, oh, what other scary movies are there? Because they talk about so many, and I didn't know scary movies. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to look for those. And it like led me into like loving horror movies my whole life. Like yeah. I'm still obsessed with
2: them. I had that a kind of experience like that. It must have been like 17 or 18 years old. And back in the day, I think it was the Spike Channel. Would take mm. over October. Oh, for sure. And they would do horror movie marathons. And it would literally be like Halloween one, Halloween two, yep. yes. Halloween three. Halloween like, I know four, what I'm doing. Halloween all day. five. Yeah. And it was like the entire day. And then like the next weekend,
3: it was like Friday the 13th, the first one. Yeah. Friday the 13th, the second one. And when you watch them and they're not on TV, you're surprised how many people actually die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of murders they don't show. <laughs> right.
2: Right. It was hard for Boobs, me to, too. to ever yeah. keep track. Like I'd get through like the
4: sixth Halloween
2: mm-hmm. movie and be like, I don't remember. Yeah, which, which is lo- the
4: one where he converts to Judaism? Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. I forget.
3: Like two years ago, I watched all the Friday the 13th movies in a row, like over two weeks. I believe Because that. I had that same thought. I was like, I don't like any of these, I think. Like, I just know all of them. I've seen them all, and I yeah. wanted to know which one, like, what happened in each one. And I'm the same way with Halloween. But this movie is, like, one of the best horror movies. Like, yeah. and I still yeah. think it holds and
2: up. And well. it's something that has to break through these. Days. I think, in like the sort of streaming era that we're in, like, I'm probably never going to, again, in my life,
0: sit down and do that. Aaron? So I remember watching this movie. Uh, When I was younger, I probably saw it a couple times, but I haven't watched it in probably 15 years at least. Mm. Uh, So rewatching it was a a nice, like I remembered a lot of it, but I, there's also a lot I didn't remember. Um, One thing that really stuck out that probably the reason I will continue to like this movie is the, the 96 kind of capsule that it has. Um, It just, you know, now it's a nostalgic uh, reflection of an era and then the cast that's in it. It's an incredible cast. Yeah. And everyone's if they're not a famous person they're like a that guy a, who's that you know they're a guy that you yeah. recognize um i loved all the meta stuff in it that was right up my alley and scratched yeah. my itch i don't love scary movies or horror movies uh, i really like this movie
3: yeah even like the sheriff like mm-hmm. i don't know who he was right but
0: he's like, a guy, guy. yeah, yeah. He, that's
4: he's that guy. yeah
0: and it's a tight movie they mentioned in the video store like you have to have a small cast or it, right, gets, like, right. it gets too complicated yeah Um, And I just like that aspect in general, because, like, everyone, in this movie especially, everyone stays a suspect, at least on the first time you watch it. Yeah, and (sighs) even
3: though it's, you know, not, like, a sprawling cast, it's also not very close-knit. There's enough, like, ancillary players that you're still, like... Oh, that right. guy's like, but they flesh them all out. They all feel like real people. Mm-hmm. Like even Billy's dad is like, ah, oh, that guy's a fucking dick. Like, yeah,
1: he's t- just t- tall Peter English. Like,
3: yeah. yeah, I thought I saw Peter Gallagher a little bit. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say yeah. maybe a yeah, little mix Peters. of the
0: Peters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and yeah, uh, I think between projects, uh, who's the the Peter yeah, North? The documentary guy? Werner Herzog. No, <laughs> Ken Burns. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. Kenny Burns. Yeah, in, yes, I could see that. I could see
3: that. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I agree that like the cast is like on fire, (laughs) but also
0: very lukewarm for me. (laughs)
3: I don't know right. how I feel about it at all. Because uh, well, like no
0: one like went on to crush it. Like Nev Campbell kills it in this
3: movie. Right. But I want so much more for her after this. Yeah. After but and, I think that's what's so like everyone else.
4: I think that's what's yeah. so great about it is you look back on it and you don't go, oh, this is a Nev Campbell movie. Oh, this is a Courtney yeah. Cox Arquette well, movie. you go, go, this is like, just, that's,
3: that's the guy from Scooby Doo.
4: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, like even the math like Matthew Lillard is like obviously one of the standouts in yeah, this in this entire a movie. Without
0: cattle. Scooby-Doo but that's but That's, too. that's kind of what it Punk. is. It's a capsule for all these actors. Yeah. That you exactly. Know who they are, and the fact that none of them went on to be incredible mega
4: stars. It makes the movie that much more important. It was
0: like that, where it's like, oh, that's Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon and Like those, they went on to much bigger stuff. Right. This was like these people killed it in the '90s, and then relatively a little bit after, and that was about it.
4: Yeah. Sorry.
2: Well, and I think that that's um, something that's common in horror movies because. They're generally lower budget films mm-hmm. than the bigger movies of the time. So you're going to get um, actors and actresses are, who are trying to look for a break. They reference Jamie Lee Curtis like 12 times in this movie. Uh-huh. And yeah. that's, in, I mean, she went on to do bigger and better things than her horror movie career. True but, lies. Uh, you know, I think that that's something that comes out of horror movies in general.
4: And I think another thing, too, is this is, you know, Wes Craven, who like, I my mind always goes back to Nightmare on Elm Street. Which is like there's nobody in that movie. None of those actors. Heather were... Heather
3: Lingen Camp? Uh, Robert, Robert England. <laughs>
4: Johnny well, fucking Depp. Well, like Johnny Depp was the only one in that, well, in that you said whole. no one. Well he was the only one in that whole cast that went on to be something. Like Robert England Arguably never went on to do really anything besides Freddy Krueger and before that I think he was just in Roger Corman movies Yeah, so it's like it's it's very much in that same vein where it's like we're gonna take this and it's like gonna be all about the story We don't need any stars to like sell this or to get people interested. It's just about the story.
3: Yeah, no, it's true um also, i think i think like three of the players we probably all have a different three but it's like they should have done more like whatever oh three yeah, you want to pick sure. right. and then there's like an argument against all of them at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um but the movie opens with drew barrymore right
2: it does it's maybe the best cold open and it's any really movie good ever. um we have uh, a really fun element to this scene and it's our uh are kind of consistently running Angelo Pappas's meatball subcategory. She Woo! never gets to eat the popcorn. She never gets to eat the popcorn. Here's this girl <laughs> looking to uh, settle down.
0: Just oh. an antiquated popcorn method though, Yeah. in 1996. It kind
2: of makes me want to try. I've never Jiffy had Pop? a Jiffy Pop. Have you guys had Jiffy They're Pop? They're very fine. So she has one, two, three phone calls in a row. She's sort of denying this guy. This guy's kind of creeping her out. But she gets pretty friendly with him uh pretty quickly a little too friendly yeah she starts asking him or he asks her about her favorite movie and so we're introduced to some of these horror movie mm-hmm, references mm-hmm. early on
0: um but it turns dark pretty fast this brought me back to a time when you couldn't block people's phone numbers yeah right. even before you know, caller id yeah and so like your option was to leave the phone off the hook yeah. or like something like that otherwise they just keep calling and there's right really right nothing you could do
2: Yeah, and a lot of uh, horror movies use the villain on the other end of the phone line, but I feel like this is probably the best example. Like, it's usually pretty cheap. And, like, when a stranger calls, or.
3: There's Black Christmas, where the killer's in the attic the whole time. And And isn't he just breathing? Yeah, it's really unnerving. That's a great one. They kind of took from that quite a bit, but this is probably the second best example of like someone calling. It's very
2: successfully unnerving when he turns his voice from like trying to sweeten her up a little bit. It's like sexy,
4: right? Like when he, when he just starts in the beginning, it's just like, Oh, this is like a cool, and there's sounds like a great smooth sounding voice where
3: where it flips. It's, Cause I want to know who I'm looking at, and she's like, "What, what did you say?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause uh, I want to know who I'm talking, I'm
4: talking to. to. Yeah.
3: And
1: it's well, like, it's not "What you said?"
3: That's yeah. Scary.
4: Yeah. And then when he goes to like, "I'm gonna gut you like a fish," like that's just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah.
2: yeah. And you're thinking like, we've been watching this movie for a minute and a half, yes. and he's like
4: already here. It's so good. Like, I want to know what happened to that. Act. What was his name? Phil Jackson. Roger. Jackson. Roger. Like, I want to know what happened to him. Cause like, why did he not have a career? Well, he couldn't
3: run the triangle I, offense. He, he well had a for radio.
2: <laughs> um, we get the boyfriend tied up in yep. the patio. Steve. Steve.
0: Correct. And uh, um, I actually have some notes yeah, from the please. director's stuff. Yeah. The
3: director's stuff, huh? Yeah. <laughs>
4: or the director of photography. He's he
3: subscribed to
0: directorsstuff.com, and you should too for only twenty dollars a month. The real name of the boyfriend in the script was Stove. Drew Barrymore misread it as Steve and they left it in like, Steve sounds like a better first name.
4: And that's how they found out she was dyslexic. <laughs> says. Then came the
0: diagnosis. <laughs> but it's kind
2: of weird because she tells the guy when we mentioned that she's like at one point like kind of flirting with him. Kind of yeah. flirting with him. She says she doesn't have a boyfriend. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was weird.
2: Why did
4: she do that? And like that, meanwhile, he's already tied it up could, at that I, point too. Right. So it's just like, oh, it. poor it Steve. could have
0: been more of a she's not trying to reveal personal information yeah could be you know like if she says i have a boyfriend that leads to like
3: i also get the idea based was on a conversation you know. later where it's like casey dumped you Stu, for this for steve like she's probably just like you know uh, I'm she's popular. looking she's keeping her options people, people open. like me let's see where yeah. this uh, creepy guy on the phone's going yeah Can't one hurt one of the things i
4: right? really love. what's about, the worst that could happen <laughs> one of the things late, i really love Wait late
1: till later <laughs>
3: Name the killer in Friday the 13th.
1: Jason! 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 I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. No, it's not. No, it's not. It was Jason. Afraid not? No way. Listen, it was Jason. I saw that movie 20 goddamn times.
3: Then you should know Jason's mother, Mrs. Voorhees, was the original killer. Jason didn't show up until the sequel. I'm afraid that was a
2: wrong answer. There's a bonus round, but poor
1: Steve, I'm afraid he's out.
2: And so then you have basically three sort of impending things that are coming together that I think uh, is just great tools in horror movie plots. Right. The burning popcorn. You have the burning popcorn. You have the conversation with the killer and what's going on with the boyfriend And you have the parents' car approaching. And so everything
3: is coming together. Did
0: we know it was a parent's car until the parents got there? It
3: wasn't a parent. (laughs) That'll do it for this episode. It was
1: a parent. (laughs)
2: Um, So the shot of her running through the front lawn and it's slow mo, and the killer is now revealed more than ever before Mm -hmm. um, coming up from behind her. This must have been a shot that was used in the trailer. 'Cause I was so familiar with that where I was unfamiliar with most right. of the movie. It is such a great shot. Yeah. Of him is. coming up from behind and her like just helpless. slow
4: she can't stab. scream. And
1: um, like we
3: kinda talked about, like, it is A, you know, she's being terrorized and you're like following her through that. B, like, she is so close to her parents. She's like yeah. if they just look to the left, it's like, there's our daughter getting murdered, but he strangles her vocal cord so that she can't talk, which is just like if you're about, I thought to, it was the stab wound.
2: Yeah, it might have been the stab. Uh, no, he
3: grabs her by the throat like yeah. this and just like crushes her oh, throat. Okay. Yeah. So she's like holding the phone and she's like, <clears throat>
2: like coming home to see a chair thrown through the window. Yeah. The Jiffy Pop is burning and your daughter is missing or your family member is like nowhere to be found. Yeah. It's absolutely horrifying. Yeah.
4: But they find her. So, and we get that part settled, and we
3: don't see her die. She, we don't know. We, there's no funeral, sh- <laughs> no one puts their hand to the pulse and says, That's she's dead. Anyway, wrapping up the opening scene, it's incredible. Yeah, great. and then we get,
2: and then we get Nev Campbell's scene, real. Billy through the window. Yeah, um, he's a weird, this is a weird relationship. Yeah, he explains their relationship and specifically their physical relationship in terms of movie ratings.
4: Yeah. This is when he's like, uh, I saw the exorcist on TV today and I was thinking of you. So she,
2: she teases him. Right. And it's weird. Cause she honors his like desire to get physical. It's a really weird hookup. Cause he's like, I
3: I honor you in (laughs) this hookup.
2: (laughs) But then she, uh, it's going too far. (laughs) She kicks him out, but she says, Hey, what about a PG 13 movie? And then she flashes him on his Uh way. Out of the window. Which
4: they don't like, show boobs in PG 13 movies, so that's confusing. They can show like a little boob. Well, they can they show side <laughs> boob or middle boob. A little boobie.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just a little. Is it middle? It's more it's dangerous. Middle boob. It's
1: yeah, <laughs> middle boob.
0: Are you sick of having to iron your clothes all the time? I know I am. And that's why I'm here to tell you about Henry Wrinkler. At Henry Wrinkler will give your clothes that wrinkled, distressed look to make your favorite outfits appear like they're from the 70s but could be from the 50s, but also they'll still look good today if you just give them a chance because they hold up well, despite some of the Fonzie stuff not aging well and the Pat Morita character was a little racist. So whether you're leaning against a jukebox, holding a meeting in the bathroom, or solving teenagers' problems even though you're a much older man with a motorcycle, having well-pressed clothes has jumped the shark. So check out Henry Wrinkler, Because these days should be happy days. Yours and mine. Um, there's the
2: hanging with friends, you're kinda of introduced to the whole crew. Did you really put her liver in the mailbox? Cause I heard
3: that they found her liver in the mailbox next to her spleen in her pancreas.
1: Where are you doing? I'm trying to eat here.
3: I'm right? just getting mad, right? Better live her
1: alone. <laughs> live her alone! <laughs> Oh, liver, liver.
0: Matthew Lillard just won't stop moving. Like they clearly are like, yeah, you're the fun, playful, like wacky guy. And he he's just like, okay, that, that means a snake, to, like, right? A different level. And Jamie yeah.
3: Kennedy's like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, like, like, that's my <laughs> my jam. It's
0: my wheelhouse. Um,
2: Sydney goes home. Aaron noted she takes the school bus.
0: Yeah, that was that's crazy. Right? <laughs> like, she's like a, at least a junior in high school, taking the bus. What?
1: She's yeah, got yeah. multiple
3: DUIs we didn't hear about.
0: But... <laughs> I was in the director's commentary. <laughs> uh, 19 dollars Nineteen
3: ninety nine a month. Directorsstuff.com
0: <laughs> So she also gets a phone call
2: from our killer. Um, it turns pretty scary really fast. He says, if
3: you hang up on me, you'll die just like your mother. Yeah. Poor mother, I think.
2: And uh, she calls 911 from the computer?
3: Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff in this like very short ish scene mm-hmm. um you learn that maureen prescott her mother mm-hmm. was murdered the year before and there's this like ojs trial around mm-hmm. who killed her mom yep and nev we campbell... have Schreiber's in the movie for yeah. two seconds yeah Yeah, nev campbell like fingered him and like basically Ooh. put him behind bars yeah five guys fingering around <laughs> yeah, exactly. um but also like We're changing the name of the podcast yeah <laughs> Well yeah, we wore a
1: hand. It's still five G FA. Oh, okay, then yeah, whatever.
3: <laughs> um she mentions a line that Brandon said like some big breasted girl should be running out the front door mm-hmm. when she's going up the stairs mm-hmm. instead. And I don't know I if think... you guys notice this, but when he, he attacks her from the closet when she's entering the front door and she's like Wrestling on the ground with him, like it's clearly a stunt. Yeah, dog. that's exactly a, yeah, it's the it's thought I had. It's a scene right. of <laughs> just like it's a who's forty-five that lady year old woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's like a very like when
0: she does the flip move and then the kickoff <laughs> and like the, the summer the the roundhouse kick. That yeah. whole
3: thirty seconds is just like, who's that lady that's supposed to be Nev Campbell? <laughs> and then just a quick
4: close-up of her on the ground, and then it's back to wig woman. Yeah. And
3: after they go, Nev Campbell goes toe to toe with the killer. It culminates in what Pollard was saying: a nine-one-one call from the computer. The computer. It's weird. I
2: mean the phone doesn't work, yeah. but she's got some sort of like Skype from nineteen ninety-six yeah. on it's, her computer. It's Omegle before Omegle? <laughs> yeah, like what <laughs> is that? But it's just like DOS program like yeah. text. Pollard was a It's big literally Omegle like pulling up the back command. Back uh,
4: yeah. what is that? I forget what it is, but just the black screen where you just enter it in Yeah, on, like, code. on Apple they call
2: it terminal. And
4: yeah, the exactly. Most,
3: the most unrealistic thing about it is it was her like last used thing. Like it wasn't like let me close this and open this. It's yeah. like I had it was already ready to go. <laughs> like I knew something was going. Yeah. Down.
2: So the killer jumps out. She gets a kick in, and the killer scurries away right when Billy shows up, mm-hmm. and so Billy shows up, drops the cell phone, she becomes suspicious, um, and when the cops show up, they arrest Jimmy, yeah. the boyfriend, like he is the killer. Which
4: that's a refreshing scene because watching it now, it's just like okay, he has a cell phone, but it's just like back then, it's like. Just having a cell phone is incriminating enough to be Mm -hmm. like, oh, this guy is for sure a suspect now. I didn't even pick that up.
2: Yeah, because obviously the killer is using a
4: phone. Yeah, exactly. And he could have used a cell phone from the closet. They're not common enough uh, for him to be above suspicion.
1: And then we get
3: introduced to uh, Deputy Doofus. Yeah. Yeah. He literally opens the door holding the mask. And she screams because it's the mask that the killer's wearing. And because she's screaming, he screams right back at her. A man of Ah! the law. It's it's a funny scream. Fuck you, David (laughs) Arcane. You suck. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So they go to, Courtney Cox shows up. She
2: makes an appearance. She's trying to catch this story, right, Mm -hmm. whenever she can. It seems like around every turn, there's Courtney Cox in the news van.
0: Do we believe Courtney Cox wrote a book? I Ghost Road. She hired someone to yeah. write a book. What's her name in the in the film? Gail Weathers.
2: Gail oh, Weathers. Gail
3: Weathers. Gale
0: Weathers. Like
1: yeah. Not to <laughs> close, be confused
0: with Carl Weathers. Close to Carl Weathers. I was <laughs> gonna say.
1: Very different
0: people. <laughs> um, while we're at the school, you get uh, Principal Winkler uh, dies, um, and so he gets stabbed. There's another when they knock on the door, they run away so quickly. They're so good at knocking and running. That's the one unbelievable part because like the, being in two places at once is believable. But the fact that they're that fleet of foot...
4: Could have been nickel tapping.
0: Ooh, Never made it as a wise
1: man. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this photograph! (laughs) Love nickel tap.
3: And then we go to the video store for another super meta, super Mm -hmm. informative Mm -hmm. scene with Randy, played by Jamie
1: Kennedy.
3: Randy! Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Hey, where you going, Randy? Yeah. Hey, Hey, Randy. Hey. Hey, slow down! <laughs> you you touching my girl?
2: <laughs> uh, they really pick apart the horror movie formula, and they're just squeezing in as many. They, I mean, they're in a video store, like talking yeah. about horror movies in the horror movie section, confronting each other for you know what their motive would be,
3: and right. So back when I was in like eighth grade, I went to Hollywood Video all the time, and what's very interesting to me or nostalgic to me and like growing with this movie, is that like when I used to watch it back then, it was like, oh, they're in a video store. Yeah, I go there, that's where I got this movie. And now I watch it and I'm like, fuck, I miss video stores. Yes, like, yeah. So yeah, much. Yeah, they God, were great. you just saw wall to wall of like covers of movies yeah. in that scene. Yeah. And it's like a time capsule for like something
0: that our kids won't experience at I remember all. watching that, and having the thought when I was younger that it's going to be cool to work at a movie store one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, because you see him with a stack of movies put it back. It's like, man, like, I'd love to have that job when I feel like like it's sixteen. I feel like it's the equivalent
4: of like being a really high end uh, like coffee barista now where it's like you just (laughs) have so much knowledge and people come to you. Yeah, exactly. But it's like back then it was like you go to the video store person, you're like, Hey, like these are the kind of movies I like, what would you recommend? And they're like, Oh, you're gonna go to this section and like go look at this uh, director.
2: the, The blockbuster video in Irvine Right next to Northwood Pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like the Friday night, we're going to pick up the pizza mm-hmm. and we're going to stop by Blockbuster oh, yeah. Video yeah. and they're going to have a couple video games that you yeah. can like play. New while... releases
3: for two nights, old ones for five. Yeah, Until they
0: restructured to <laughs> new releases for five, <laughs> old releases uh, for a week, and then they restructured again. But even in that scene, they have someone have come up them. to Randy and
3: Randy's like... They're like, hey, what's that movie with that girl from that one thing? And he's yeah. like, it's e. that mom. movie, the werewolf
4: yeah. movie with ET's mom. Yeah. yeah, and it's
3: like now you can just like Wikipedia it or IMDb yeah. it or Google it, and like back then you needed some mm. movie nerd to actually point you in the right direction, and you were amongst all these like covers and of DVDs. It was great. That they're feeling, v- of
0: if it was an old movie and there was like one or two copies, and then it, they'd always be gone. Oh yeah, and you're and like, you're just like, oh, fuck. yeah, and your dad would be like. Next week, we'll try it. You yeah. come back next week, and it's yeah. like, it's not there. And you're like, I can't yeah. watch this movie. Yeah. I really want to watch it. Quirky Romano, sold out again. <sighs> so at the video store,
2: this is about the same time in the movie that they're uh, introducing that the whole town is closing down for a curfew. Mm-hmm. And you have the cops come together. And something really tricked me in this scene. First of all, it's hilarious, I think, that you have uh, Arquette, who's the younger deputy,
0: show up with an ice cream cone yeah. at the same time that the old sheriff is enjoying a cigarette he's at, enjoying the cigarette like it's a tiny cigarette he found in the ashtray that was still lit <laughs> like he's just savoring the last drop of it like and a that hobo. dichotomy of just like the
2: young guy with the yeah. ice cream cone <laughs> right. and the old guy with the cigarette but there was something that tricked me because uh, in the scene earlier when uh, uh, Nev Campbell has a close call in the bathroom at school, you get a clear shot of the killer's shoes yeah and it's these big boots. And when the sheriff puts out his cigarette, mm-hmm. they, and steps it lingers on, it, on those boots for a while. They show the boots,
3: and I'm like, yeah. is it the sheriff?
2: It it wasn't the sheriff. So, Stu's throwing a party. Yeah, this cool. is one of those parties that in God. high school, I think we used the terminology that it, a kickback. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because It's there, not
4: a rager, yeah. It's it, a kickback. There
2: is a beer bong, uh-huh. but it's also like we're going to put on a horror movie. And like twelve of us sit in a room and watch a movie so. and listen
4: to Jamie Kennedy's uh, commentary. Yeah, uh,
2: he calls Jamie Lee Curtis the Scream Queen, so which is true. Just any excuse to talk about horror movies. Um, Deputy Arquette has been flirting with the uh, reporter Courtney Cox up to this point and, and learning her, very poorly. Yeah, they
0: have chemistry. <laughs> he invites her into the
1: party. Clearly. I
0: wouldn't be surprised if the two of them, you know off screen you know what (laughs) hooked
4: up oh banged sexually yeah Uh, like in real life did it yeah nah i can't see that
2: so she gets invited to this party and she's what age would you say the character is
4: (laughs) 35
2: she's 35 (laughs) and she walks into like this high school party what's wrong with that bro
4: but also, like, the deputies there. We like, saw
2: Varsity Blue. Cool, he's the cool, young, older brother deputy.
4: It just doesn't, like, why. and why He did took she... an oath yeah. to uphold the law. So we get the uh, the
2: blonde. Rose McGowan is uh, separated from the group.
4: Ve- can we just... Yeah. Very erect nipples in that scene. This yeah. Rose Very. this rose has thorns. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thorniest. <laughs> you can poke somebody's eye out.
0: So she, do the line again.
3: This rose has thorns.
1: Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> <Hey>. Holy smokes!
2: <laughs> she's she's in the garage getting more beers, and she's having trouble with the garage door. And uh, at first, it just seems like user error.
0: Like I don't know. was well, also sense. brought back to a time before the sensors on the garage doors, and it was just automatic <laughs> yeah. like close open. But
4: also, who has a dog door in their garage door?
0: Rich yeah. folks.
2: And she gets a yeah. she gets a few beer bottles to throw at him. Um and she finds that her only escape is her only chance at escaping is through this doggy door.
3: But her breasts are too big.
1: It is funny. <laughs> no, no, I just know. the nipples,
3: just the nipples. So she dies. Yeah. Pretty brutal.
4: I-, I thought that yeah, that was a pretty that left a left an impression on me when I watched it. The arm
0: so painful. Yeah. <laughs> just because everything else was such a shock, like oh I got stabbed. Or I mean. She- the arm gas right. is just such a, oh, that hurt. Right like, on your forearm yeah. where it's just
4: mostly bone? <laughs> like
0: you just, just like, oh, that really
4: hurt. <laughs> All right, so she dies. So she,
0: she dies. dies.
2: At the same time, we have Sydney and Watch Billy um, heading up to the bedroom to talk. And uh, when she says, I think it's time for us to go talk, we're assuming that she's willing to lose her virginity. Um, but while they're watching the movie downstairs, we get Jamie Kennedy's rules to survive a horror movie.
1: Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Oh, I have
2: an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex.
1: Big no, no no! Big no!
2: dead man. Even impossible. Oh, sex equals yes. death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a sin, it's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Oh. You see, you push the laws and you end up dead. So, this is the rules. So, we got the rules. So, we got the rules. Um, we have the couple upstairs, and the killer shows up, and what looks like kills Billy, and so you have this conversation that they're having uh, post coitus mm. that oh. that uh, that he must not be the killer now because obviously the killer has showed up in
4: the same room. Right, right. Um, Which, like, now thinking about it, they do a lot of they plan a lot of stuff to make it seem like Billy's not the killer. Like, they just, like, let's do the, like, whole, like, I get arrested and then you call thing. And then you'll, like, show up and kill yeah, me at another point. Yeah. It's like, all right, dude, we get it. Just you have
2: uh, mm-hmm. you have everyone leave to go find the principal's body. Um, and that gets the uh, the deputy and the reporter to, like, fly off the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the great scene where Jamie Kennedy is just alone watching Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Telling her, Jamie, like, look behind you. He's right
0: behind you. So meta. Yeah, So meta. <laughs> So in that scene, why didn't the killer kill Jamie Kennedy? Um, I had Great a, question. You know, like we see him on the videotape, like right behind him. We yeah. See him mm-hmm. thing right behind him. It's like, then you see Jamie Kennedy fine later. I
4: right. think they just thought he was so pathetic that it's just, you yeah. know, you know, let's just, yeah. you know, him living his life is punishment enough. Yeah. We
2: get the uh, camera guy. In the news, Kenny. Yeah, he gets. And that's when sliced. that
4: delay, when that delay really comes into effect, because they they realize there's a delay on the camera, and then you get him as soon as he opens up the van door, gets slashed. Yeah. So Amazing. by
2: the by the time uh, the deputy and reporter show up, they find the bloody van. Uh, they finally call nine one one. Um, she
0: crashes the van. That's hilarious.
4: After almost running <laughs> over Sydney. <laughs> yeah. The
0: blood. She gets him on the car and she's trying to get him off, and you see him fly off in the really funny, <laughs> <laughs> just corpse crashing into a fence scene. Yeah. And she gets disoriented and just falls down this hill and cr- crashes into a tree. And it's hilarious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's- Sydney's able to get into another car at that time, but the killer is right outside dangling the keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally culminate back in the house. And uh, the bloody boyfriend comes stumbling down. And so you think maybe he survived.
4: And this is when it all comes
2: together. Yeah. Jamie and Kennedy gets in. Jamie Kennedy's there. Matthew Lillard shows up at the same time. And uh, Billy get,
4: Billy has the great uh, psycho line, right? Where he's like, we all go a little mad sometimes. We all sometimes. go a little
2: mad sometimes. Corn syrup. Same stuff they use for pig's blood and carry. <laughs>
3: surprise sydney
2: um and they start explaining the entire plot and you know which
4: again is very like very within the horror movie tropes right which is like don't kill the person just like explain all the bad things that you're doing and explain your motives yeah so you know it's Mm -hmm. like it's subverting all these expectations and kind of parodying these horror movies but at the same time it's like very much indulging in the same kind of tropes and cliches
2: absolutely and it's paying off like so much mystery being answered yeah. and they're just giving it to you straight yeah. and the father's there tied up and they're gonna plan it on him
4: they cloned th- his cellula
2: <laughs> they find out that there's uh there's both of them are the killers you are revealed the uh voice modifying box which in 1996 is like
4: everybody wanted one of those <laughs> too like they i think they sold them after that
0: Loose ends about to be tied up right here.
4: So they're going over all of their motives. The dad's there. That's right. Um, I think. Yeah. Feeling
0: a little woozy. (laughs) Yeah, they
4: stab each. They're like they go over the whole plan of like we're going to stab each other to make it seem like like one
0: stabbing felt like enough, and then they keep. Yeah, no. Billy
4: is the one who
2: kind of takes it too far. He says, "Give me the knife." Yeah, and there's a power struggle now between Matthew Lillard and uh, and Billy. And, uh, yeah, he takes it too far. He stabs him three, four times. Yeah. Um, the plan is to set up the dad. Courtney Cox shows up and is able to sneak the gun, but she doesn't take the safety off. Stupid. The killers get the gun, and they point it at her, and they say, this is Gail Weather signing off, right as they're about to shoot her. But there's a struggle, um, and ultimately... Sydney disappears. Yeah. When they, they finally wrestle down Courtney Cox, they come back to the kitchen. Sydney and the dad are gone. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh,
4: she calls... Right, the house. And right, and
2: she's got the box, and she's turning the tables, and yeah. they're completely losing control over the Matthew situation. Matthew Lillard
4: has so many good lines in that because, like, as soon as the phone rings, he's like, "Should we let the machine get it?"
2: Yeah, yeah. he's like losing it. He's got a lot of blood <laughs> loss <laughs> at this Larry point. He's
1: so
4: big. Yeah, yeah. Think think casino. Think casino. Yeah. It, so it Bill is
3: for <laughs> sure shades of Giovanni. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, I love it.
4: You shut down the casino.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so I Billy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy's really their only chance at success at this point. Oh yeah. And he takes to like ripping apart the couch looking for Sydney.
0: Yeah, it looks cool, but it's just it's right. stupid. they like Danny this... defeated herself in the <laughs> in the bullshit. Yeah.
2: They're like they're like this scene would be better if we had like feathers yeah. from the couch yeah, flying yeah, around. So exactly. how do we get him to, to cut this How'd up? How'd she
3: get the outfit
4: on? Why did she get the outfit Why? on? yeah.
3: Because the tables the, have turned. The tons. voice recorder and the phone are in her dad's pocket. I get that she hid him, but was the outfit just like waiting in the closet and she put it on?
4: Ugh. That it, yeah, it's kind of a astute. Like I get it because it's you know, like yeah. Pollard said, they're turning She's the tables. Becoming, um, yeah, exactly, I but uh, unnecessary.
2: So uh, Lillard gets the jump on Sydney. But she uh, ends his chances by throwing the TV in his face. I always great. had a thing for you, Sid. <laughs> and uh, it's great because the horror movie is stopped at this point. Like uh. we said, the Halloween, the movie is being used so much. And like yeah. their obsession with horror movies ends up being the thing that, that yeah. takes him out. Makes great. sense. Poetic um, justice. But Billy gets a, a drop on her and is about to stab her. But Courtney Cox comes through finally. A redemption with the gun. Yeah, yeah. And she gets the shot off. And uh, our protagonists are successful, but a lot of people have died. Well, that's
4: true. Yeah, And man, then they also- got the great moment where it's like, careful, this is when the killer comes back to life for one final scare. Right.
3: Which he does. Also, I don't know if I'm giving this movie too much credit or reading into things too much, but the very last scene where Nev Campbell, like her dad comes spilling out of the closet. He's hogtied. His... Mouth is duct taped, and he's just like falling out of the closet, helpless. And she's like, "Oh, Dad! Yeah, she totally It's just like yeah. silly A goose calm Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Like." What do you mean, oh dad? dad. Like it's just like a <laughs> You're 3G embarrassing B- me in front of yeah. my friends. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if they were like Man. trying to make it intentionally sitcom me funny right. or if it just like was hammy and it turned out that way. But in no situation am I like I if it's... that's my mom and she's falling out of a closet and my significant other tried to murder them and frame yeah. us and are yeah God no. I think it's, it's one way of those too things where the it's top.
0: it's intentionally like that because it's we forgot about the dad also. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like right. no one remembers the dad, the whole movie, even though they kinda of, they mentioned him. Yeah. But you're never like, oh, what happened to the dad? On first or occasionally, watch, but it's not on the in the front of your mind. You
3: might have been on the very first watch, like it's probably the dad. The dad's the kid, right. and that's it. Right. But other than that, on any other watch, you're like, "Fuck the dad." Yeah, he has any. like yeah. two lines in the, yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in the movie. he's going to the
4: expo. He's staying at the Hilton. I gotta that's hit about the it. Sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's gonna hit the
0: sack. Yeah, um, he one never of th- made it to that goddamn Hilton. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the airport Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: and it's only sixty-nine hours until Halloween now.
4: <laughs> wow. That's wow! Happy Halloween, everyone. Let's all the hold hands and seance.
3: Fuck! Not again. Have you said this to yourself while opening your fridge and seeing an expiration date on your favorite cream cheese? I know I have. Well, fear not, because 5GFA has teamed up with Scream Cheese, the only cream cheese guaranteed to scream violently at you when its expiration date is approaching. At 72 hours out, it's a friendly reminder from your favorite Transformer friend, Mark
0: Wahlberg. Cheese is going bad, only three more days. Eat your cheese. I'm going to steal your cheese or your girl. And at 24 hours out, it's a loving reminder from America's sweetheart, Michael Rappaport. Listen, you got 24 fucking hours to eat your fucking cheese, you piece of shit. So get Scream Cheese today so you can be
3: safe and you don't have to be sorry. Scream Cheese.
0: Ah! Let's jump into categories. Why don't we start with Best Scene I Saw? Yes. sampling. Brandon what was the best scene you saw
4: uh I'm gonna have to go with the very end where Stu and Billy are revealed as the killers yes and they're talking about their plan um and just going over their motivation it's weird uh Matthew Lillard is insane in that scene and like Pollard was just like I was describing it as kind of hating on that scene where it's just like oh well they're like being indulgent and like getting into the whole like Cliche of explaining your motivation and everything, but it really pays off the mystery of the whole movie. Absolutely, um, and it's I don't know of any other time where you watch a, a like murder mystery movie and it's like oh there's two killers, mm-hmm. like that was really exciting the first time I saw it. Uh, that's that's the best scene I saw. That
2: was also the best scene I saw, and what I loved was you have all of the horror movie references coming together, but I really loved them playing with the horror movie formula. Mm-hmm. And I think that this movie breaks that formula, like you mentioned, with the two uh, killers at the end. So they're playing with it and they're indulging on it, but they're also straying away from it. At right, the same right.
0: Time. I like that scene a lot. Um, do we really think Stu has the discipline to do all of this? Like, Billy's obviously the leader of this operation, but I just don't know if Stu had that... To go through all of it. But that's what yeah. I like
3: about it is he's just like, what's your motive, Stu? And he's like, peer pressure. I'm far too sensitive. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. He's just like in that last scene, you watch him crumble no, yeah. into a little kid. It all and seems it's like it's a joke to it him. It is believable that like someone who is like under the gaze and spell of someone else would succumb yeah, to that. that like Gaze? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pollard, what was the... Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'll wait till the laughter subsides. Well, you also went back to Pollard. Yeah, I jumped in and did mine already because it was the same as Brandon. I'm not paying attention. Shut up. <laughs> I rarely pay attention. <laughs> Kyle, what's the best saw you sawed? The best saw I sawed in the
3: scene that I seen was the opening scene <laughs> that I saw. Also very great. good. Uh, It's super brutal. It's super funny. It's super meta. It sets up the whole, we're going to reference horror movies the entire time. Yeah. And for me, it just like, it is like a perfect tone setter for everything they're trying to achieve the whole movie. On top of that, it's the most disturbing and I think actually scary Mm -hmm. scene of the entire flick. Um, and it's not just the best opening scene of a horror movie, it's like I think one of the best opening scenes of any movie. And we'll open it up. Like if you guys have like a favorite opening scene you've seen. Yeah. I agree. But when, when you think about
2: Armageddon <laughs> and you just take Steve it. Steve Buscemi's glasses came through like two thirds of the way. And so you're already wrong. It's just it's just a hard thing to look past, I think. That's true. The impending doom of the entire world brought to you in five minutes in the beginning of a movie. Yeah. Pollard, ah. what would the Michael Bay version of this look like? I think it's very similar, except that the house blows up. there's a lot more explosions <laughs> yeah. for sure. And we need yeah. some car chase scenes. Um, and the
4: one thing that he does, where it's like the 360 shot while somebody's yeah. standing up. Yeah,
3: it's of Steve just as yeah. As <laughs>
1: getting. Yeah. Like, it's, really like, it's really like it's really yeah. like
2: bright for the most part, and there's a lot of lens flares. Mm-hmm. But then when it's at night at the party at the end, you're like, wait, where did that lens flare come from? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: Those added in post. <laughs> um, going off of what Kyle said, the opening scene. One of the things I, I realized during this watch was like. I had assumed, like, when I think back to Scream and, like, what the killers are doing, it's like, oh, they're, like, calling people and, like, going over horror movie trivia because that's what they do in the opening scene. That's literally the only time they do that. But it leaves such an impression on you that when you think back on the movie, it's like, oh, that's, like, their shtick.
2: I think the horror movie trivia is used so much in the film that you don't connect it on your first watch. Like, when they're in the video store, Mm -hmm. they're breaking down that thing. Like, it is their shtick. As not killers. Right, just as as people. As just as people. And so in the end, when it all comes together, you're like, oh, that wasn't just like a fun thing Wes Craven was doing. It was also like something that the characters were doing.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, The best thing I saw was that opening
4: scene. My
0: favorite scene was the Courtney Cox... Crashing the car,
4: <laughs> the windshield. similar to the LL Cool J yeah. falling off yeah. of the. Uh...
0: I love a good fall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> him falling off, and then her freaking out. She had a frazzled look, rightfully yeah. so. But ah! still, here, she had big '90s hair that was kind of poofed out more. Yep going things I think crashing into the tree. That reminded me of Wet Hot crashing into the tree. <laughs> yeah,
2: and she goes really far. Like you could have just <laughs> you could have written that scene where she crashes into the tree right off the road. But instead, it's like maybe fifty yards, like down a hill through past. Just hysterical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hysterical driving. <laughs>
0: um, let's move on to Howdy do how do you do that? How do you do that?
3: Um, How did Dewey become a cop? (laughs) Yeah,
1: great. Great great
0: howdy doody.
3: This town had a legitimate question. Yeah, it had the most high profile murder of the year, assumingly. Where's
0: their Mark Furman?
3: Yeah, it's on TV all the time. It's like OJ level. Like, we're writing books about it. Everyone cares about it. This dude is dumber than rocks. He has no discernible skills as an officer. And I don't think he'd even get a like night security job anywhere. Like, there's no reason he is a cop. In this yeah, nepotism, nepotism.
4: If he for he sure knows WDA, somebody in the department. He'd be a
3: bad employee. At he's WDA. literally eating ice cream in that scene that we talked about. Like a fucking moron. Yeah,
0: like he's Have a just, cigarette like a real man. Yeah, he's going up to his <laughs>
3: boss just licking a fucking ice cream cone. Uh, when Courtney Cox is like looking at him, he's like, "Do you know what that constellation is?" She's like, no, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. That's why I was asking you. Like, you fucking idiot.
0: It's charming.
3: The whole movie, he just... nothing about being charming. The entire movie, (laughs) he flirts really poorly and then gets stabbed in the back. He's the only cop there and does nothing to save the day. Yeah. Courtney Cox is the one who pulls the gun up and is like, "I got you assholes." All he did was get stabbed in the back and fall on his face He's like also idiot. the cop
0: that lets the kids drink, which like already like loses yeah. credibility where it's like he's yeah. the pushover cop yeah. for kids. When yeah. she's like
3: talking about like, "Are you a fan of me?" He's like, "I'm 25." And she's like, "I'm most popular between like ages of 13 to 24." And he's like, Wow, it's 24 for a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, fuck you, I don't David even know what Arquette. that means. <laughs> Imagine yeah, putting on muscle mass to look
0: older, and it's like, what are you talking about?
3: He yeah. sucks.
0: <laughs> he's he's
3: the how do he do anything.
2: So, Kyle, would you say that you liked David Arquette in this role?
4: Overall, I wouldn't change it. He definitely brings a stupid, pathetic quality to the character, yeah. which I think he needs. Yeah.
2: I guess I'm just okay with him being unlikable.
4: Yeah like him being uh, I really liked him. No, like oh, I, I like him being uh the worst, what's the word? That's
3: the worst Pappas bite ever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I can't believe it. I'll that. pass on that Pappas bite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Brandon, how did you do that?
4: Uh how did the whole kidnapping with the dad work? Like did yeah. they just stash him somewhere for a couple of days? You're right. Um they don't find the car until a few days later, but it's like right outside Stu's house, I guess. Like, why didn't, yeah, like, but like, why did, yeah, why did nobody find that? Just how,
3: well, he's,
4: yeah, they
0: think he's out of town. So, well, to be but fair, again, like, why car, would they not just look? The car wasn't found via search, it was mistakenly stumbled onto. Which exactly. Is sloppy, but, but it's also like it was by chance. It
4: yeah, like, it's again, it's one of those things if if the dad is a prime suspect and they're like, oh, he's gone missing, mm-hmm. like, why not look around the town first? Right. But also, like, where did these two high school kids like stash a person mm-hmm. for days?
0: Um, let's move on to that had to hurt. pollard that
2: had to hurt when uh matthew lillard's character starts losing control and billy takes the knife back and uh, they're approaching a little bit of a power struggle and he starts stabbing him you know like more than what was needed to me it hurts like they've been for an entire year together on this secret from the previous murder and they've obviously put into some sort of plan um what they're about to carry out with all of the recent murders and like he metaphorically stabs him in the back while physically stabbing him in the front. And yeah. to me that hurts for Matthew Lillard to be like, whoa, what has taken over on Billy?
3: Like to die, dude, and he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, that had to hurt. Um, so there's a lot of scenes that are really painful emotionally, physically there's one I wanted to highlight a little bit. There's a scene where Nev Campbell and Rose McGowan and Matthew Lillard are talking in the halls of the high school. Hmm. And at the end of it, like Stu says something stupid, so Rose McGowan hits him in the nose with a lollipop four times. Yeah. It's really loud. So <laughs> totally super painful like right I on feel the like bridge. she might have yeah, she might have broke it. <laughs> it was like amongst a movie of really painful scenes. Hearing the lollipop hit the bridge of his nose, ugh. Yeah, that had to. But what? What
4: had to? What had to hurt more? The lollipop on the nose or the glasses coming down on Steve Buscemi's nose? It's hard to
3: say because the glasses looked heavy, but if I I they were very light, if well, and it's in space, aerodynamic, but you also don't know. You know the point of Steve Buscemi's like Gravity. There's a lot of factors in Armageddon. In Scream, you know they're on Earth. Okay, that's one. That's a known <laughs> fact.
4: They
1: never the lollipop. Say that. True. That's
4: the true. lollipop
3: looks like it's a. Uh, it's a thick kind of tootsie roll pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a thin. You get it at the yeah, end of a meal at a maybe restaurant. A, maybe a blow pop. Well, you know, there's the type you get for free, and there's the type you pay a quarter for. <laughs> they paid a quarter for it. It's got it's got there's tootsie in the middle. In there or it's heavy. Or chocolate. There's or weight a to it. Roll. It's yeah. it's. It reverberates in my eardrums when I sleep at night. That's how heavy it was. Understood. Yeah, just think of it sounds like my nose hurts. Uh, like just about me it. just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that hurts. Yeah, Four also, times. Yeah. yeah,
2: also socially uh, like in that situation like yeah. at the lockers in high school it's uh, kind of a place where you're looking to uh, be cool. You don't yeah. want to be embarrassed yeah. there.
3: And for, for your to puff your chest, yeah. And, really, yeah.
2: and for your girlfriend to like do that to you, really, uh, oh.
4: yeah, kind of paints very a very animalistic it really too. Is. It's what you do to you hit the dog on the on the nose, you know, yeah. that had to show be. him who's boss.
0: <laughs> Brandon, that had to hurt.
4: Uh, I'm gonna take a page out of Kyle's playbook here. Uh, being Dewey had to hurt in this movie. Because no one respects him. His sister emasculates him in front of the whole police force. Mm. Gail seduces him only to get closer to the story. Uh, he flirts yeah. back horribly. Uh, he's proven an inadequate cop many times and basically doesn't do shit the whole movie uh, other than scream and get stabbed at the end. Do we so. think they bang yeah, in the sucks. woods? Sucks. No, no, they don't bang in the woods. I mean,
0: it's hot to think about them he banging in the woods. He kissed her. Uh,
3: she true. says, look over there. And he says, "Like I've been looking for you my whole life. Yeah. And it's like, you fucking idiot. She's talking both about the van. Banged
0: on the car. Ah. Uh, my dad had to hurt two pronged. I already mentioned the Ooh. Uh, Rose McGowan lollipops. Rose McGowan gash on the arm. Like <laughs> that oh, yeah. really had yeah. hurt. Yeah, it did. The other one is Henry Winkler. Um, Because that scene before he dies, he's so paranoid and nervous and freaked out. Mm-hmm. Like everything's scaring him. The mask scares him that he's holding. Uh, yeah that's right scares that's him right. he's so on edge and then to have it really pay off or like oh he's actually there to kill you yeah that had to hurt yeah it did have to hurt yeah no. let's move to who organizes the reunion
1: it's so nice to come together Let's to get together
0: kyle who organizes the reunion
3: Okay, um, we don't see her much in this movie. She's kind of the force behind the movie. Hmm. Um, I think Billy's mom organizes a reunion. Okay, Um, So she meets a movie fanatic on an online forum who happens to be in the same college course as Jamie Kennedy. They argue... Jamie Kennedy
0: didn't go to college.
3: Hear him out, hear him out. Okay. They argue about whether The Godfather Part 2 is better than Godfather Part 1, Jamie Kennedy does a Marlon Brando impersonation. Yeah. And Billy's mom uh, and the friend from school, let's call him Mickey, they start killing kids on campus to avenge Billy's mom's son's okay. death, which is Billy also. And okay. you're, in
4: your, in your, like, we'll call this, like, sequel of sorts yeah the, the does, second screen yeah yeah does does mickey look a lot like timothy oliphant he, I,
3: I wanted to say this dream casting timothy oliphant would play him
1: oh. and uh
3: the girl from roseanne that isn't the mom or the daughter would play the killer of the, you know, the, the academy of the
4: academy award winner from uh, ladybird yes and her name is it'll never work it'll <laughs> never it'll never work, <laughs> it'll never work. no i mean like possibly but i don't know if it's a realistic it's far-fetched but it's my
3: dream and it's my uh who organizes the reunion okay all right
4: fair enough i think uh jamie
0: kennedy or david arquette organized a reunion most likely jamie kennedy he's uh david arquette's as dumb as he is he's gonna have a i like in theory he's gonna work his way up in the police department he's gonna he'll be less inclined to like revisit this he's gonna
3: lead the killer back to them he's gonna like give them like you know phone number and address and be like
0: sid your best friend was asking about
3: yeah (laughs) fucking
4: yeah do you know a screaming mcstab (laughs)
0: yeah but jamie kennedy would frame it in some sort of movie context about a reunion and like a a follow-up to like some sort of thing so he would be most likely to organize it in some weird movie context and plot structure pollard who organizes the reunion To me, it has to be
2: Courtney Cox's character. Uh, She just seems so interested in this stuff for entertainment value. Uh, She wrote the book about the last murder of the mom. And now she's involved in this story. And so I think she's one of those, like, she's actually excited or proud to have been involved in a part of the story. And so she's exploiting this big time for her own gain and writing another book. And uh, organizing the reunion and continuing to, like, try to relive these events. Because she's one of those characters, like, in a traumatic situation who comes out, like, proud that they were a part of it. Which is, like, twisted. Mm -hmm. But I think that she sets that up. Like Scott
0: Conn in Boiler Room. Who? Let's move on to the Clutch Award. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Pollard who wins your clutch award my
2: clutch award goes to whoever invented that little voice changer box that the killers use without that they have no way of maintaining so much mystery and it also like increases their level of creepiness so whoever came up with that technology to
3: uh, change their voices over the phone Kyle clutch award um, so my clutch award was the same clutch award what a clutch award I'm going with the voice changer thing. I think like in horror movies you need some kind of crutch like that. Like it also had the mask in this one, but in like Leprechaun you have this just like giddy little weirdo and like in That's Child's another Play, movie that scared the shit yeah, out of me. But like oh, his that voice was is so creepy in it. If you take that mask and you don't have that voice, you have something else, it probably doesn't work. So for yeah. me it was also and, the voice. And thing. you
2: have the mask and the voice which never appear at the same time. Mm-hmm. which keeps right. the mystery alive. I yeah. would say, thinking now through some of the uh, horror movie voices, for me, number one has to go to The Exorcist. Yeah. And the girl's yeah. voice in yeah. that movie is absolutely something that sticks with you when you leave. Like When you leave this movie, you're stuck with, like, oh, that was effective, and it yeah. was good in the movie, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was creepy, but it wasn't something that like scares you yeah. Yeah. later. Yeah. What
4: about uh, the shining Bane? Red room? Yeah. No, 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 what about Bane?
0: You just want to do the Bane voice. I want to do the Bane voice. <laughs> do the all right. Voice. Here's three seconds of Brandon doing Bane. Brandon, you merely adopted the dog. And that's all we have for today. <laughs> that's also the joyride voice. <laughs>
3: yes. It's
0: pretty much candy cane. Yeah, the yeah. candy
3: cane voice is the best.
0: My clutch award, kind of talked about earlier. Uh, having two killers is my clutch award. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it makes everything possible, plausible,
4: explainable. Yep. Um,. um for my clutch award, I'm gonna go with parental neglect, because uh, there's like yeah. definitely Correct. no parents <laughs> anywhere yeah. in this movie. Right. Like these kids can run free in these gigantic mansion yeah. uh, uh, houses that they have. Uh, so just the parental neglect allows literally everything it falls to happen. was
0: in line with a lot of '90s uh, high school age kids without parents that are out yeah. From- yeah. All the party of five, Melrose Place, it was a the time. Bell, All these like there's just all these high school kids. They have access no to parents. as much alcohol they're, as they could want. They're super mature and sophisticated. Dawson's Creek. Do you remember yeah. you just dealing with? A can't hardly a, wait. Yes. Yeah. And they're just dealing with all adult issues and. There's no parents yeah. now. I yeah. love
2: how much we've changed the clutch award. Like this doesn't,
0: <laughs> this doesn't fall
2: into the way we defined it like four episodes We're ago. We're gonna edit <laughs> all that out.
4: Like so. uh, we will end it with uh, that's that's usually what we do for the clutch this award. Yeah. so
3: fucking
2: clutch. That's
4: so clutch. <laughs> I'll start.
2: Parental neglect. Like, It was supposed to be well, like that's... what character does a lot with a little? Like who's got the least? Parental of
3: neglect screen? does a lot with a little. They do do a lot with a little. There's very little screen They do time. a little with a lot. I guess they they little parental supervision for a lot of the
0: movie.
1: Latchkey so kids. Latch.
0: Uh, let's move on to quotes. I'll start with quotes. My quote is the Jamie look behind you. All that whole sequence very of quotes. Good. Just great. In a movie that's filled with meta stuff, that was so meta and amazing and awesome. Because his name's Jamie, and it's a an extra layer mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. It's, that's the actor's name, yeah. not yeah. the character's yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. And
3: they weren't even experimenting yet.
0: Uh, they actually did shoot the Jamie Kennedy Experience they pilot, In yeah, March '95, right. it was shelved for about nine years. And Then once
4: Boiler Room came around, yeah, yeah after Boiler Room, give like, this man his show. exploded on yeah. this. They thing. need to
2: make this guy a huge star. Yeah, yeah it was originally the experience with Jamie Kennedy, yeah.
0: and this is when we yeah. flipped it. Yeah. Jamie Kennedy has a very unique talent of looking very young and very old at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> married, yeah. To,
4: uh, married to married Jen- to What's her name? Jennifer Love Hewitt for a while. JLH, Ooh, yeah. Seriously. From can't hardly wait. From can't wow. to bring it full Seth, circle.
3: Seth Green and her were in that, and he's basically Seth Green.
4: Yeah. He but is Seth Green. He's a less Aaron's Jewish. Point, he's, yeah. He has very
3: soft skin, but also a goatee. Yeah. It's very confusing. Like, could be a
2: burn victim. if yeah. you know, like, <laughs> could be swapped any of their roles? Like, Jamie Kennedy and Austin Powers? You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, yeah. He it was.
0: Works. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, uh, yeah. I forgot also I, when I was looking. Up this movie, I forgot Drew Barrymore and Tom
4: Green were married for like a year.
0: Oof.
4: Tom Green, Speaking that of was Greens rough.
0: And marriages in this movie.
1: <laughs> what, thinking, what do we what think? A guy, what man. do we
4: think if uh, Matthew Lillard subbed out with Tom Green for this role? Ooh, eh, no, have him be like kind of no, an older high school no, student. No, no, no. I gotta give
1: Matthew
3: it to Lillard; is like the best. I
4: gotta I give agree. It, yeah, no, he's Matthew the best. Lillard, I was just thinking out loud, and it was stupid. I stupid. love, <laughs>
2: stupid. I love Matthew Lillard's like. Dete- Everything. his deterioration into crazy guy at the end
4: yeah I mean if we're going to quotes that's got one of my favorite quotes is Matthew Lillard and uh, explaining what they do uh, yeah. as the killers and he goes it's a fun game Sydney. see we ask you a question and if you get it wrong pookah pookah just yeah. like that but guys just yeah. so good My all of his sounds that he makes
1: at the end are my amazing. favorite
2: quote is also in the in the end and it's we all go a little mad sometimes
1: perfect um,
2: in a long line of horror movie references Psycho is my absolute favorite horror movie of all time and it comes right at the climax of this movie when it's revealed that there's two killers they probably flipped through 15 different you know ones that they wanted to plug right there and it was so satisfying for me to to get the Psycho quote yeah
3: Kyle, quotes. Um, uh, this is from Tatum, played by Rose McGowan. Mm. She's talking to Nev Campbell and she goes, You know, if you pause the movie just right, you can see Tom Cruise's dick. And I think it's awesome that there's like a shout out to like penis in movies. Like, <laughs> no, we all enjoy you that don't, part. You don't get a right. lot of women objectifying men mm-hmm. <laughs> in movies yes, in that way. It's refreshing. <laughs> it is Give refreshing. The script is smart. <laughs> and uh, finally, Courtney Cox talking to Kenny and she goes Jesus the camera hurry and he goes my name's not Jesus <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> that's fucking
0: hilarious let's move on to
3: what, what takes me, me, out me
4: out of the movie what takes me out of the flick
0: Brandon what takes you out of the movie
4: I mentioned this a little bit but towards the middle of the movie there's a couple shots of uh, you know Rose McGowan and and Nev Campbell talking, and then you see the killer in the background in full killer yeah. garb. Uh, there's another Miguel, scene, yeah. yeah. There's another <laughs> the traditional killer garb. <laughs> yeah, there's another scene where I think they're at the uh, the grocery store. I think Nev Campbell and somebody else yeah. and either Rose yeah. McGowan or somebody else are at the grocery store and you see the killer in the background of the grocery store in full traditional killer yeah. garb. And it's just like, why? Like I get that they, they it's a spooky kind of element that like, oh, this killer's always out there. Mm-hmm. But in a practical sense, that is so stupid.
1: Yeah. Like sure. why
4: like if again, if it's Billy or, or Stu, like, just be walking around like regular Stu or Billy, like there's right. there's no reason why you need to be dressed up as no the killer in the middle of the day just to be like following these people and not even trying to kill them just watching them makes that completely takes me out of the movie.
0: That's valid. It's yeah, very thank you. St- it's stupid.
4: Thank it's, you for validating you know, my opinion. I appreciate, I, I appreciate
0: it. I hope you feel validated so <laughs> much. What takes me out of the movie is Sydney riding the bus. That's just yeah, preposterous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get why they did that. Yeah, it's not even an important scene. It's They're like, well funded. Easily also, did. no,
4: none of her friends could pick her up. <laughs> none
0: of her friends. Are, like, she doesn't have a car. She's super rich. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, like it's. Yeah, rent out rent out
4: one wing of the house, and you've yeah, got you enough.
3: You never see Stuart Billy's car the whole movie. How are they getting around? You just even see them. Tatum's yeah. car. It's a lot of walking yeah. home from school. <laughs> yeah. They're all taking the bus to the murders. Just
0: Imagine being like just <laughs> both of them dressed up in the scream killer <laughs> just outfit, holding the like <laughs> break the line. This group looks like they're like a relatively popular group, or oh, at yeah. least doing well. They're and, very attractive, and to have one of them be like, "I gotta go," the bus is here. You know, I don't, I don't like that. I mean,
4: that's assuming a lot, Aaron, on your part. I feel like.
0: Let's move on to McMulligans. Yeah. What would you change about this movie?
2: Uh, there's one small part of the final scene, and it's when Sydney has the tables turned on these guys, and she pops out of the closet, stabbing Billy with the umbrella. Mm-hmm. I don't like the umbrella. I don't think it's cla- I don't know. I, mm. I just don't agree. It's effective agree. in so, that it doesn't
0: kill him. One of, you and, need him to not die. And, yeah. and we're going back
4: to what, what Kyle was talking about, where the last part of the movie basically follows what's going on when they're watching Halloween. That's the exact moment where Jamie Lee has the uh, coat hanger mm-hmm. and she and stabs she Michael stabs Myers Michael in the, Myers eye. In the oh. eye. So it kind of follows yeah. that same when he's attacking her in the closet, oh, that's it follows great. that same thing of using the closet that's materials that to That makes me like it better. The killer. Yeah. I still want to change it. Okay. Right. <laughs> change it to a coat hanger and I'm in.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know, maybe it's cheap nah. to just give her a knife, but to me like when she pops out with the umbrella it's just
4: like that's not yeah. stabbing. Like some is kind of an an briefcase
3: with a pointy edge or something. <laughs> like
4: what? I don't know the bowling ball that's stashed up top. I never yeah, seen something. an
2: umbrella that you could stab someone with.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. hard to find nowadays. Uh, Brandon, Mac Mulligan. No, but it'd be like cut my pie into pieces. My, yeah, yeah, for sure. Cut
2: my pie into pieces. That almost pieces. is
0: too literal.
4: Yeah. You know, like this is my exam. last tarts something tart fruit tart yeah. this
2: is my last fruit tart Dunna.
4: Um, that's that's the only thing i would change to make yeah. it more I better like yeah
0: pollard McMulligan. i did mine you did yours spin off origin or sequel Brandon, spin off origin or sequel
4: i want to get a sydney's mom has got, got it, it going, going on. <laughs> origin story. Let's
0: just play the song. Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's all I want,
1: and I've waited for so long.
2: Sydney, can't you see that it's not the girl for me? Cause all I really wanted. All I want was Sydney's mom.
0: <laughs> we love you, Fountains of Wayne. <laughs>
3: That was a All American for Soup" song. What?
4: All American rejects. <laughs> no. Okay, wow. Brandon,
3: True. go ahead. Sorry.
4: No, I was. I just had the lyrics to Sydney's mom written, a, so I was were you just. We're gonna do an do origin
3: that. story where it's like a softcore film. <laughs> you are just banging your way through Woodsboro. Just
4: yeah. I mean, we're not gonna get into McSullivan yet, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just thinking of Sydney's mom origin story. True. Uh, but then at the end of the Sydney's mom origin store after she's banged everybody mm-hmm. we can get young Billy and young uh, Matthew Lillard in there and see like what that murder was all about Yeah, like the, how did the it whole happen humanity. oh absolutely the whole, yeah the, the, the <laughs> London Bridge makes its comeback uh, so to speak
0: yeah. I have two SOS's mm. You're only allowed one. The David Arquette origin. I'd love to see him post high school
1: fail out of the police academy. I want to see
0: the whole police (laughs) academy story. (laughs) How many people did he accidentally shoot? Yeah, you know how how much do yeah. they teach?
4: It's probably Hayes like a GI Jane yeah. scenario where yeah, like no. everybody's like, "You're gonna fail. You yeah. just need to quit right now." You learn his dad
1: is you know uh, Patrolman legendary. of the yeah. Year,
4: yeah. For Mr. Woodsboro, Woodsboro.
0: <laughs> like Edward Money's father. The sequel I want to see is adjacent to this, but it's Leah Schreiber in prison because he's been wrongfully framed for this. Oh, thing. that's a great Not story, the... and it's sort of a hurricane. Like there's a Canadian or like a Shawshank
4: kind of out, yeah.
0: trying to go through the procedure. You get Bob Dylan at the
3: theme song, but he's here really comes the story old, of cotton. In <laughs> it's indecipherable yeah. what the lyrics are. And then he just starts
4: singing Fountains of Wayne. Timmy's <laughs> man. Fountains of Wayne does the Bob Dylan cover of Hurricane, <laughs> but
0: applies it to Liam Stryver. From, from the 1980 Friday the 13th <laughs> reboot. Those are my sauces. Collard, what do you got?
2: Um, there have been uh, many sequels to this film and a uh, TV show, from what mm-hmm. I understand. True. Um, but I haven't seen any of them. In uh, my spinoff sequel uh, just, involves... We're just going to cut it at that point. Yeah. My spinoff... I'm telling you right now. <laughs> no, keep going.
0: I want to hear keep it. Keep finishing your thought.
2: <laughs> my spinoff sequel involves Sydney. She's preying on guys in high school that are jerks because uh, she keeps reliving the horror of having so been she betrayed
3: in high school. <laughs> no,
2: no,
0: sort of a never been kissed. <laughs> but she is
2: uh, she's battling this. She's reliving the horror of having been betrayed by these two guys in high school, and it's. Uh, uh, she goes on a killing spree on the anniversary of her mom's death. Can you
3: imagine if the high school was like? I know your boyfriend tried to murder you. He murdered your mom, but, but like you, you're twenty five you years he old, you didn't finish your credits. You are expelled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are we done with SOS.
3: No, so, Paula, then what happens? She's in high school, she's murdering all the other boys, and then what?
2: Yeah, she she just uh, decides to go on a murdering rampage every year on the anniversary of her mom's death and Man, the events of the film. no one suspects film. her? Uh,
0: I haven't fleshed it out yet. <laughs> A year ago, this also happened. Yeah, it's a year like earlier. Sydney's and died. you keep
4: and you keep disappearing every every year yeah. around this time. You're like, all right, see you guys. I'm going on vacation. You say
0: you're at the airport Hilton every year. And yeah. we check,
4: and you're never there. <laughs> what is this expo? It's a it's it's a TV
2: show that I only wrote the first two seasons for. So by the time we get I'm to really season three, just put
4: a smoke monster in there; it'll all sort itself out.
1: Yeah. Now here's something we hope you'll really like.
3: Now we're going to turn our attentions to ex-local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's main minute. Hey Michael, you're on with the five guys flicking around crew. How you doing, buddy?
0: Yeah, anytime. What are your thoughts on Evan Stone?
3: With Hercules, yeah. Um... Yeah, let me pivot and just say what's your favorite scary movie?
0: Yeah, no, I'll just make dumb scary movie references now. I don't know why.
3: Well, whoa, what? I, I, I saw a scary movie once Or maybe twice
1: and No, it no, just, not it,
3: scary movie Just my oh. favorite horror film, I guess <laughs> Oh, my favorite horror film Yeah, it, it'd be The Shining um, Do you see yourself a lot in uh, Jack Torrance?
0: No, well, I mean, he smokes red And I'm not really a red guy anymore And they smoke inside in that, that movie Which is always just blowback city um, Yeah, the whole delusional writer thing Yeah, for
3: sure my second favorite scary movie would probably be, I think it'd be
4: Silence of the Lambs. I don't know.
3: How was, uh, how was your birthday?
4: Um both chill. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> it's like a couple days
0: late and stuff, so I, I appreciate it.
2: Shut up, Mike.
0: Uh, let's move on to genre swap. All right, I'll tell you what you're doing. Pull the old switcheroo. Sending out,
3: Sendin out a genre swap.
4: Sending out a genre swap. Sendin Sendin out genre swap. Sending out a genre swap. what it going on? <laughs>
0: <She's>... <laughs> Let's do the Founds of Wayne sponsored genre swap. <laughs> Pollard, what do you got for genre
4: swap? oh um,
2: downtown. Um, <laughs> I want to see this as a Western.
0: Brandon, genre swap.
4: Check it. Teen movies, we all know, they, they kind of were a dated thing, right? Like 90s, early 2000s, we saw a lot of teen movies. They're out now. Right. Let's do a genre yeah. swap where instead of this happening in a high school, it happens at an old folks' home. Senior citizens keep dying. Okay. Turns out two of them killed another one of their moms like 55 years ago. They don't make enough old people movies. So it's
3: old people murdering old people old people murdering old people yeah exactly if i'm watching them watch them
4: it's like the same thing of it taking place in a high school but it taking place in an old folks home okay assisted living community I can you might get say behind it. yeah yeah you can gonna like uh, still have henry winkler in it he's one of the residents
0: honestly if it gets made in like 2007 that's the movie they make when old people humor was really funny yeah <laughs> like dude having old people do young people's stuff
4: Right, it right. It's like hilarious. I mean, you know? Going in Style. That's what I was going to uh, say. Have you seen
1: Going in Style?
3: Because it's incredible. What's the, the, the Bob Vegas De Niro one? one. Oh, Last, I, Last Vegas. Last Vegas? Also incredible. We will be doing Last Vegas I can't and wait Going to in Style.
4: I, which one's the Michael Douglas one? Uh, both of them? I
1: think, <laughs> I it's part I think one, he's yeah. in both.
3: We will be doing them and two other movies for Old Timber next year. <laughs> so. so.
4: Stick around for
0: that.
4: <laughs> Stick around, guys. There's
0: still time to do old Sember.
1: <laughs>
4: Let's move on. Spook Tember, Spook price. Let's move on like to the Spook Tember
0: Blu ray price. Isn't it Spooktober?
1: It is oh, shit. <laughs> that it's Spooktober and it's Spook
0: price. Let's move on to the. No, do it, do it. It's funny.
3: <laughs> it's three days before Halloween for crying out loud.
0: Let's move on to the Spooktober Blu-ray prize.
4: <laughs> Spookray, you might say. Ooh, Kyle Blu-ray prize.
3: Um, watching this movie this time, I felt like it hadn't aged, even though it's been 23 years yeah, later. Sure. Um, so for some context, I looked up movies that came out 23 years before Scream. Here are some of them. The Sting, Mean Streets, American Graffiti, Paper Moon. Wow. Um, These were all being made, and this movie did not feel dated like those ones do. Those are all incredible movies on their own merits. Like, they're awesome. But this movie is so meta, like we talked about. It's so obsessed with pop culture. They mentioned, like, uh, Tom Cruise, Silence of the Lambs. They use the Apollo 13 line, which is obviously from the moon landing, but Apollo 13 came out the year before this movie. Mm. And the whole like Houston, we have a problem was like the biggest quote of the time. The Sharon Stone stuff. Like they're like three times in the movie. Yeah. They're like obsessed with pop culture, but they're also obsessed with like media and like news and like OJ case. And like, all of these things that like we've become heightened and like more obsessed with since then is like pop culture and media and ness and like memes and all this bullshit. And it's just like, so for me, this movie didn't feel dated because of that. Like, right. yes, their clothes are out of style. Yes. Like, you know, cell phone. It's, yeah. Like there's technology like that is outdated, but the, the, the overarching theme and like story of this, felt very of this time, whereas those other movies I mentioned are a little bit less of that. And so for me, like, Blu-ray price, I went a lot higher because I love this movie. I've seen it a million times. I think it's a great horror movie. But for me, it hasn't aged yet. And I think it will eventually, but it hasn't yet. Mm -hmm. So I would go $1 less than Roadhouse or up to $100, whatever that price is higher. i can't remember what i said for roadhouse (laughs) but i want roadhouse more check the spreadsheet (laughs) yeah but yeah yeah the age
1: thing
0: like i noticed it in the drew barrymore scene i was looking around at their house and it was like the only thing that looks old is the giant tv yeah Yeah. like everything else and going to what you said about 26 years prior to this or 20 yeah right 23 years yeah 23 like decor and homes look different and Mm -hmm. clothes look much different now it's like there's clothes every few people that are like okay it's the 90s but like not super different. Yeah. yeah. No, the party. Tell, the party's the same. Timeless mm-hmm.
4: party. I was telling Devin like a lot of the like I feel like the female style back then is coming back into style now.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, when Nev Campbell's at home and she's just like in a big like gray sweatshirt and like
4: big gray you know. sweatshirt never goes out of style. It looked good, mm.
3: but we haven't talked about Nev Campbell yet and
4: <sighs> Rose McGowan.
0: Yeah. Nev Campbell is.
3: I've never seen Nev Campbell in an attractive light outside no, of this movie. You're like, absolutely right. This is a microcosm. <laughs> but
0: that's it. Moving on. Uh Brandon, Blu-ray price.
4: Fifty dollars. That's pretty high for you. I love this movie. Again, this, this movie opened me up to horror movies, which is like, like Kyle, one of my favorite genres to watch now.
0: Pollard, Blu-ray.
2: I'm going uh, higher than I normally go as well. Love this flick. Uh seventy-five bucks. Woo! Yeah, it's great. I feel like the last 3 or 4, I've just been like, yeah, 1999 for like everything. Yeah. And it's just like cuz I'll just pay 20 bucks yeah. to keep it because I kind of enjoyed it. This one is like, no, I'm seeking this out and making sure I own it. Yeah. But I don't have to cuz it's free on Netflix right it's now. True. <laughs> right. Kind of unrelated. If you guys record an audio clip of yourselves screaming and you send it to five guys flicking around at gmail.com, mm-hmm. we will put it in this episode. But you won't know about that until you hear the episode. Yeah. So, hopefully, you'll just send it in without us telling so you. So, what you're going to need to do
0: is say, my name is, whatever your name is, this is my, scr-. you have to say, my name is this, I love the five guys flicking around podcast, here's my scream, and yeah. scream. And we will put it in our yeah. next episode after this one airs,
2: or we'll put it in the yeah. next Spooktober in 2020 e-
0: that's most
4: likely either one the the point is that you need to say spike the ball spike in your <laughs> screamiest voice keep on dreaming and keep on screaming brett
2: ratner if you give us your scream we're putting it in every single episode yeah. that follows yeah
4: that line is spike the ball spike okay
0: happy halloween so my blu-ray price i'd go up to 40 dollars. i really like this movie um For a horror movie especially, I really like this. Uh, I love the timepiece stamp that it is. Um, That's a nostalgic component of it. I like the cast a lot, much to Kyle's chagrin. Kyle, (laughs) does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle?
3: I think... does work? Um, like Pollard, I think it absolutely works. Um mine is like a Pops movie. So um you know, we want to learn more about Pops. We want to see his chops as a cop. His chops pops. <laughs> pops, pops, pops chops
4: chops. Pops cop chops.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, And we want to learn more about his character. So it starts with McSullivan taking his yearly vacation to Mardi Gras, which is about five blocks from where he already lives the rest (laughs) of the year. (laughs) So McSullivan isn't really in the movie. Instead, you get a Pops movie where he's trying to track down a serial killer in New Orleans who is systematically hunting down the street's most notorious crime lords. But Pops, being the old fart he is, doesn't make much headway. Instead, we follow Pops to his numerous doctor appointments, we see his granddaughter's <laughs> tap dance recital, and we also see Pops getting frustrated with technology as he tries to sell things from his attic on eBay. See, <laughs> Pops is trying to make more space in the attic so he can take everything from the guest room and move it to the attic so that his wife Gloria can have space to do her art. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. At the end of the movie... Pops goes over to McSullivan's place to see how his vacation was, only to find out McSullivan was killing all the crime lords while he was on vacation and partying at Mardi Gras. <laughs> when Pops asked why Mac did it, Mac says, Crime doesn't sleep, neither does justice. And then we fade to black. It's called McSullivan 8,
0: Mac's the Killer. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Pollard, what do you got for would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? This does Work Whoa. as a McSullivan vehicle. Cool. Oh, man.
2: So uh, Whoa. get comfortable. Whoa, there Let's play go. this out. McSullivan takes the place of David Arquette, the deputy in town. Wrong. When his fa-
3: Well, hear me out. I'm just kidding. Sorry.
2: <laughs> McSullivan takes the place of David Arquette, the deputy in town. When his family is subject to the first murder of his mother, he finds comfort in the bottle and becomes a raging alcoholic. Fast forward one year later and he's been kicked off the force. Pops is still the sheriff and the only cop in town, but when the killings start again in this movie, he decides he needs help so he calls back McSullivan and offers him a chance to get back on the force. So the killings escalate and when they both show up to the party, he uh, gets distracted by the beer bongs and the cocaine and just the partying. So while he's supposed to be covering Pops back when they circle around the house, Pops gets surprise stabbed from behind. Wow.
3: Again? Yeah. Like David Arquette, who's played by McSullivan.
2: He gets too wasted to even realize when people are all dying around him, and he ends up the only one left alive with the killer. He's brought with him to the party his egg salad sandwich stash and a On huge... Stash? And a, and a huge stack. He's got socks. He's got the egg salad sandwich stash and, and a huge... And a huge stack of scratchers. (laughs) (laughs) So he ends up like in the corner of the living room, just like drunk eating. A bunch of these egg salad sandwiches and just like scratching off these scratchers and it's just like so gross because there's <laughs> egg there's salad. This egg on the He's got yeah. the
0: scratcher residue. Yeah, yeah. all of the like scra- his fingernails. Yeah. He's like silver. Yeah, he doesn't have a coin. He's scratching his nails.
2: Yeah, all of the like the, the scratcher shavings and the egg salad is just like everything's mixed together. Yeah. Uh, right as the killer approaches him from behind he gets sick and vomits. Oh quickly turning around as he vomits directly onto the killer right as he's about to stab him, uh, which gives him the chance to grab his gun and kill him. But instead, he's just drunk confused and apologizes to the killer. The killer is like completely grossed out at this point and just leaves, leaving him bloody and the only one left alive. When the state police show up, because at this point all of the cops in town have either been killed or are McSullivan uh, so the state police show up, they book him, and McSullivan is charged with all of the murders, leaving the real killer on the run to continue his spree.
0: Wow. Jesus. Damn, that's good.
3: <laughs> so he's David Arquette, and he, the cops arrest him because he puked on someone?
2: No, what happens is... All the murders get pinned on him. He pukes on the killer grosses out the killer, the killer leaves, and so now he's the only one left with this huge bloody mess and gets convicted
3: for and all at the murders. And this time,
4: he's assimilated all the other police officers yeah. in the in the county. And he has no alibis. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I like it. I, I like oh, the murder. part where he's eating egg salad sandwiches and puking <laughs> on the killer. <laughs>
4: Like and, then, and,
3: eating his <laughs> yeah.
4: and then we get Bob Dylan to write the hurricane song yeah. about like, him. here comes this day, of miss
3: day. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's got an alibi in Pops that said, let's go to the party to catch him. Yeah. But he's also... Culprit number one?
2: Right, because he's the only one left <laughs> alive and he's Pops actually stabbed so Pops in the back.
3: Dies or Pops gets stabbed by someone that he can
2: No, Pops gets killed by the killer. What if Pops? Pops dies? Yeah, you missed that no. part?
3: Is it called
0: Pops Pops dies? Gets Sullivan, wounded six, but
3: Pops lives. dies.
0: At the trial. No, Pops is in a coma.
4: <laughs> Nicknamed so the Trial can't of the Century. Finger
0: the killer. Yeah.
3: You have to wait a whole movie
4: for
0: as
3: Pops. As much as up, he wants uh, to. And okay. say, no, I saw the killer. It wasn't Mick and then Sullivan. Then Pops does the okay. whole
0: yeah. Rudy Spartacus thing. Where it's like, yeah. I am Mick Sullivan. Sullivan. You arrest me. and yeah. Everyone else in the courtroom does it. Yeah. And, then,
4: <laughs> and like, then
3: everyone stands up, I am Mick Sullivan. The judge,
4: <laughs> go,
0: the judge just hits the head.
4: <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the moment where they oh, all no, just oh, pull no. down <laughs> their pants. <laughs> I am Mick Sullivan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the important visual is like, McSullivan's sitting in the corner of the living room yeah. with two scratchers and an egg salad sandwich stuck in his mouth that he's just, chewing on just Gollum and he's and he's got two quarters and he's scratching two yeah. scratchers at the same time he's hopped up on a lot of cocaine you haven't even
3: mention the woman between his legs servicing him
2: He's just like chowing down on egg salad
0: while getting chowed down. She's also a witness, but she
3: flees. She she gets out of there the first
0: chance. Oh, that's good.
3: I like it. And that's the movie. And that's the flick.
0: Before we end this episode, I wanted to uh, mention the first person that comments on our last Instagram post, Sydney's mom, has got it going on. We'll win a free Five Guys Flicking Around t-shirt. Wow! Maybe a Halloween-themed one. Maybe a traditional one. So if you've made it all the way to this point in the episode, head on over to our Instagram page. On our last post, comment Sydney's mom has got it going on. The first person will win a free t-shirt. And from there, we'll DM you.
3: We'll ask for social security. We'll ask for routing numbers. We'll ask for address. Obviously, so we can get you the stuff. Um, it will be at your own expense, um, so you can Venmo us, you can PayPal us, but either way... It's coming overnight, the shirt. it's
4: coming overnight because yeah. we want to get to you fast, yeah. so it's going to be about $45, $50. And then
3: the next person to take a photo with the shirt and also... Today's newspaper, yeah. which is <laughs> <the> t- October <laughs> 28th. And uh, right. we don't
0: want you to go cheap and just go to a hotel and get a USA Today. You need to get a Wall Street Journal, pay for it, $2, whatever yeah. it costs, two fifty.
4: I don't know. Yeah, the no. newspaper industry is dying, folks. We are, we're trying <laughs> to keep it alive here.
3: Yeah. Either way, we're excited. This is going to be yeah. a fun Spooktober. Support your newspapers. Yeah, it's, support going to be. it's
0: almost over, but we're having a blast. This will conclude Spooktober. Uh, you can email us at five guys flicking around at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Instagram at fiveguysflickingaround. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can download our podcast on Apple Podcasts, yep. Google Podcasts, yep. and Spotify. Yep. Happy Halloween, everyone. Look what I have created. I
1: have made fire. I have made fire.
0: I think this is
3: one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not Keep the no talent, talent happy.
1: You just
4: killed a helicopter with a car. The the out of bullets. All Let right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yeah, yourself, fool. Girl. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration?
0: It's important that we get together on this thing!
3: If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it.
4: Just you sandbagging son of a bitch! A Y'all ready to bust some I ass? Okay. Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers <laughs> Let
3: me lick here. It.
4: I am an FBI agent! You look like a blueberry.
3: I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to.
4: You know who I am.
3: You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't
4: you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go,
3: I'm bored, let's go.
0: You guys want some cookies? Because we're doing Corky Romano this week on Five Guys Looking <laughs> Is that like Ray Romano? Yeah, Deborah. my brother's tall. And yes, out. I am, Raymond. All I'm
1: saying is poo?
2: when I come home Good. there should be pies, and I don't see any pies.
0: I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> Let's get geared up
3: as fuck. It <laughs> is my way of
4: getting us to watch Cocoon. <laughs> the breathing. Gaze. Yeah.
2: It's metamorphosis.
4: Well, an I think Michael Rappaport does the voice for Chucky. <laughs> get over here, Andy, you piece of shit. <laughs> We love you, Fountains of Wayne. Not only are they in the movie, they're definitely in the movie.
0: Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds rub mustaches together. Sure. I'm just a bash looking Chris Franklin. Franklin. So. Do the right thing. I felt like they did the wrong thing. <laughs> if you go to directorstuff.com
3: right now, for 20 bucks the rec- a month- Direct who's stuff? I don't even
1: know it, dude. RECKO!
2: And then- like, I get a little confused. Did <laughs> else to
4: say? Nah, I that's
2: feel like i
0: cut you off. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Brandon, the floor's on. Brandon. Brandon. No. Brandon. Brandon. No. Brandon. Brandon. No.
4: Brandon. Brandon. No. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a McMulligan.
3: That's funny.